Well, welcome back. Who are you? I'm Dave. I'm John. <laughs> welcome to Two Beards and a Bible. I'll switch up the intro a little bit. Man. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're at uh, Matthew 19 at verse 30 leading into yeah. chapter 20. Last episode we kind of left with this. Uh, where Jesus says, but many who are first will be last and last first. And you know what? This brings up a good time to talk about chapters and verses in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of people think that, you know, that's the way the original text was. But right. uh, the, the chapters and the verses are man-made. So that we can find the right place and, and, yeah. and be on the same page. Yeah, so... This is a good example where, like, actually, verse 30 in chapter 19 uh, is talking about what he's going to say in chapter 20. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, it, it's kind of, uh, actually would go better in chapter 20, but right, uh, that's not the way they did it. That's okay. It makes you wonder what the criteria was for, for the numbering. I don't know. You know, after <laughs> probably after a couple of months of putting the numbers in, they were just like, "Ah, eh, that's good enough." Right. You know. <laughs> Certainly, uh, you know, I had an uncle who. Uh, this was back in the eighties. Like he decided that uh, he was going to find the middle verse of every chapter in the Bible. Oh. And this, like today, you could do this pretty easy with a computer. Right. Now, he did this with like a notepad and the huh. Bible. It took him like years. But did you count the, yes. the, the, the spaces, the, the well, letters? And... No, he would just go to, he like, you go to chapter 20, has uh, 34 verses. So 18 and, uh, 18 and 19 are through the middle verses. So he would type those out. So did he have a special decoder ring that would tell him what the... <laughs> yeah. Between him and my dad were both in all this, like, numerology weird stuff. Okay, yeah. So they, they thought there was some significance to, like, verse numbers and different stuff, and there's not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're not inspired. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, so, verse 30 says, But many who are first will be last... In the last verse, and of course, you might wonder, what is he talking about there? So, 20 explains it. So, I'm going to read the first seven. Okay. And you read 8 through uh, 16. Okay. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now, when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard, and he went out about the third hour, which was about 9 a.m., and he saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, You also go to the vineyard, and whatever is right, I will give you. So he went again out at the sixth and the ninth hour, which is 12 noon and 3 p.m. our time, and did likewise at about the eleventh hour, which would be 5 p.m., he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, Why have you been standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. And he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his stewards, his steward, Call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. 
And when those came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more, and they likewise received each a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us, who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is, it, or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first and the first last. For many are called, but few chosen. Okay. So this is uh, the parable of the uh, workers in the vineyard, a, a well-known parable. And uh, I guess there's a lot of different applications we could make out of here. Um, but the one thing that I, like, in verse 2, he says he agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day. Mm -hmm. And that's important. Um, because they, they made a deal with them. Yeah. And they, and they were okay with that. Right. So at the end of the day, they should have still been okay with that. Right. Right. If you, if you made an agreement and it speaks to the uh, covetousness and the and the uh, the greed, I suppose, yeah. that goes on about among men. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so he goes out and he finds other people. You know, so as he as the day goes along, the 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 people that keep getting hired are working less and less. Mm -hmm. Right, so, and, and that's, uh, you know, I can't help but think of, in, in my house, in my children, and I have uh, three children, and one of them, and they have chores, they have things that have to be done, there's, you know, the sweeping and the mopping and the taking out of the trash, and uh, one of my children in particular is one that will try to divide the work up as equally as possible, and go through and say, okay, I'm going to mop this half of the room, but then this other person's going to mop this half of the room. And that, that just drives me a little bit insane, you know, and, um, but I don't, I, I tell them, I don't care, just get it done, <laughs> you know, but there's that, that idea that with mankind that there has to be this, this fairness and this equality, you know, across every aspect of life, and, and that's, that's just simply not the case. Yeah. And and uh, and I think back to the time when I worked for a for a man and and uh, I was making above minimum wage at the time, and then minimum wage went up. And when minimum wage went up, I was now making under minimum wage. Yeah. And so I went and asked the guy, "So am I going to get the same percentage above minimum wage as I was before?" And he said, "No, you don't get any kind of raise." And, uh, and so I said, okay, I'm leaving. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, but there was... It sounds that, like you were working for a farmer. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I never... You know, I, I didn't hold it against him. I'm still, I still don't. Yeah. You know, it's, it's his money, it's his business, and he chose to do what he wanted. Yeah. And, and I was able to, uh, you know, make my own choice. Yeah. And so just as this person here, you know, made a made a deal that they're going to do such and such a work for such and such a reward you know that that is 
Yeah. Like, where is your bond, so to speak? I, I, I used to do a lot of uh, construction work for other people. And uh, my actually my uncle and uh, my cousin and I all had a business together, and we did this for a long time. And uh, there were jobs. I can, I can tell you, we built this barn one time. And so we quoted the barn. I don't remember what it Let's say it was $10,000 to build this barn. And uh, it had to be inspected and everything. It was in it was in a place that had zoning. And we start drilling the holes. And we get about two feet down. And we're hitting solid rock. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> we, we, we did everything we could. We couldn't get... There was like six of the holes in this barn. You couldn't get the holes drilled. Because the holes had to be... Uh, for where we're at, they had to be... Uh, uh, believe they were 18 inch holes and they had to be like 42 inches deep huh. and our holes were like 18 inches but 20 inches deep yeah. well we ended up having to get a backhoe over there yeah. and we spent we lost days of work getting these holes dug mm-hmm. we ate that yeah <laughs> because we agreed on yeah. the price all right you can't go back to the guy and say oh Oh, things aren't working out. So, right. uh, so they just you know, when we make a deal, we got to stick with it. Right, and and then you know the other lesson I, I I think I see there is just mind your own business. Yeah, you know if that too. if if your if your neighbor has the same job as you and he makes a little bit more money, well then go work harder and perhaps you'll make money. Yeah, more yeah. money someday. Yeah, that's or, something you need. Yeah, you know the it's the. The whole idea of, you know, just keep your eyes on your own path. Yeah. And, and uh, don't try to, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, so to speak. Yeah. Something that gets that gets people into a whole lot of trouble. Yeah. You know, financial and otherwise. Yeah. I've had people, I, I, I drive an old truck and people will say, you're, I can't believe you're still driving that old truck. And I, I always <laughs> say, well, I like it. Right. 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 <laughs> Obviously you don't. Yeah. You know, I was thinking the I was thinking the other day that if I had to buy another car right now with the way car prices are, I would I would buy an older car. Yeah. And, and I uh and I'm totally I would be totally happy with that. Yeah. You know, I, I would Yeah. Yeah. So as we go on, so it becomes the payday and of course uh there's these fellows as we've just been talking that are kinda of jealous because the people that only worked uh a few hours were getting paid the same as theirs. And the one thing that I think is cool, uh, there's two things in here I think are really cool. So the first one is, is it says when they have received it, they complained against the landowner. And I wrote a note. I said, that's Jesus they're talking about. Mm-hmm. The landowner is Jesus. Right. That's what he's given this uh, this uh, parallel. Yeah, there's about. certainly a parallel to, you know, in the end in salvation, there's going to be those that were baptized the day. You know that very day, yeah, I would assume, and then and those that you know worked and toiled their whole life to be to be faithful, right? Yeah, and of course at this time you had the Jews, mm-hmm. and those are the ones that have been working a long time, and you've got these Gentiles, and now they're brought in, right? So maybe that kind of works both ways, yeah. Um, so they complain about it, then they then the then. They've bared the heat of the day and all of these different things. And this is, so this last section is what I think is cool. So he says, uh, friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for generics? We pointed that out. Mm-hmm. 
They did agree with that. He says, take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give this last man the same as you. He's being kind. Mm -hmm. He says, is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Right. Now, here's what's awesome. Is your eye evil because I am good? <laughs> now, what about, we just, and I, I believe an episode back, where we talked about the rich young ruler. Mm -hmm. And the rich young ruler, Jesus, he, he says to Jesus, he goes, what good thing, he says, good teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life, inherit eternal life? And Jesus says, why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. Now, Jesus in this parable, as the landlord, he says, I am good. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that focuses this, you know, and when you look at all of this in its context, because all of these, that parable yeah. of the rich young ruler is all part of the same narrative. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of tells you that, yeah. that this is this is God, this is Jesus, who's the landowner. Right. And, you know, that... that uh... You've heard people say that they give somebody the evil eye. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's an Italian thing. <laughs> comes to comes to mind, you know. Yeah. You see someone getting something that you don't have, and you're like, oh, you know, that 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 sort of comes to mind. Maybe that's where that came from. I, I, who knows? Yeah, but uh, but yeah, there's definitely there's that that idea of of you know you paying attention to what other people have, you know, your eye being evil because you're 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 seeking to to be covetous. Yes, you know with with what you're seeing. Yeah, absolutely. So then he reiterates what he said in verse 30. And he says, So the last will be first and the first last. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he reiterates what he said way back at the beginning. So, that, so he explained what he meant by that. Yeah. And then he says, For many are called, but few chosen. What do you think? What do you make of that? Well, I mean, there's... Truly, you know, all mankind is called to called to be obedient to the Lord, and there are few that are going to that are going to make it. Yeah, you know, and, the, and the chosen, you know, the idea of being chosen is those that are faithful. Yeah, you know, and 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 so it's not it's not him just saying, well, I'll take this one and this one and this one. It's you know. The chosen are those that he's that are faithful, and whoever is faithful are going to be part of that. Chosen, yeah, that group. life is truly a choose your own adventure book. Yeah, yeah. You you choose your own path. Yeah, and that that lesson you know courses through all of these things that we're reading. You know, thinking back to the whole idea of marriage again, you choose wisely. Yes, absolutely. And, and speaking of the uh, rich, rich young ruler, you have a lot of things. Choose wisely what you do with those. Things. Yes, you know, choose. You, you can use that lesson over and over and over again in all aspects of life. Okay, so we're going to move on to a uh, another section here where Jesus predicts his death and his resurrection. This is the third time in, uh, that he's done this. I did it in chapter sixteen, chapter seventeen as well. Um, I'll read those couple of verses. He says, now Jesus was going up to Jerusalem. They're always going up to Jerusalem. Why is that? <laughs> it must be uphill both ways. It is. <laughs> it is a city set on a hill. Right. <laughs> so right. They always go up to Jerusalem. 
Um, now Jesus going up to Jerusalem took the twelve disciples aside on the road and said to them, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be betrayed to the chief priests and to the scribes, and they will condemn him to death, and deliver him to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify, and the third day he will rise again. So this is the third time Jesus has said this, you know, this this is what ought to hit home, mm-hmm. is... You know, Jesus not only knew he was going to die, but he knew exactly how the whole thing was going to roll out. Right. Every bit of it. Yeah. Um, he talks about that, you know, that the the chief priests and the scribes are going to condemn him, mm-hmm. and they do that. They take him before the Sanhedrin. You know, they, they uh, condemn him, and then they deliver him to the Romans, the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you read about that whole story, you know, the, the Romans mocked him. They put on a crown of thorns and a purple robe on him. Yeah. And they scourged him. You know what? Uh, Roman law, they had to do that. Hmm. So in Roman law, any any capital punishment that was going to be handed out, the whoever the, the person was, the, the, the quote-unquote, I hate to use the word guilty, but you know that's the guilty party was scourged first. Yeah, and uh, if, if you think about it, if um, in some ways this sounds horrible, but in some ways the scourging may have been a blessing hmm. because it would cause it would it would help you die faster. You know, yeah, um, the loss of blood. The loss of blood and just the beating and all of that stuff yeah. would 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 get you in a bad state before they crucified you. Right. And you know, crucif- crucifixion is probably has gotta be the worst way you could be killed. There's there can't yeah. really be any other way that's worse than that. Right. Just as you know, we we know that in more recent times the Nazis studied how to kill people in an efficient way, you know, they, yeah. you know, they, they were all about, I mean, a concentration camp was not pleasant. No. In any way. So those people suffered, uh, of course, but, uh, not like the, the Romans, you know, they, they kind of made it their, uh, you know, study to figure out how to kill someone slowly with the most pain possible. And, yeah. And, you know, that was crucifixion. Yeah. That's what they came up with. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you know, like if if you know, people could live on the cross for like days. Yeah, especially if they weren't like scourged properly, mm-hmm. you know, um, and uh, just horrible, horrible way to die. Right. So, um, but Jesus, knowing all of these things, still continued on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, oh, I think about it. It's like the. You, you want to say, God, wasn't there some other way? Right. Why did it have to be this way? Right. But Yeah, um, and that's one of those things that, you know, that that's, uh, that's God's end of the stick, so to speak. Yeah. And it's, uh, it really should be something that sticks in, in each of our minds. I mean, we're, we're told as Christians on the first day of the week to come together to remember that death. And, uh. 
you know that that's a that's something that should snap our minds into a serious state when we when we do that is it was such a yes. such a horrible horrific scene and uh, you know totally uh, to a person who you know totally didn't deserve it yeah it's uh it just blows me away to think about you know him him knowing this but then continuing on he knows yeah. this is how it's going to die and and I guess think about I, I don't want to whittle on God's end of the stick but think about this so in order for a uh, in order for us to have a God the the God would have to be perfect right we we couldn't call a God a God unless he was absolutely perfect mm-hmm. because otherwise he's just like everybody else right Jesus is that God mm-hmm. and also he's an understanding God because he's been through there's there's nothing that you have been through or anybody's been through in their life any any worse than what he went through right so he can he can he uniquely yeah. Can understand both sides of the coin. What is that uh, TV show where the it's an undercover boss, where the CEO of the company? The only one I remember is a Saturday Night Live skit where it's Kylo Ren, oh, who's undercover boss on the Death Star. Okay. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know, so, so uh, you know, in, in you know, God did it first. Yes. You know, he, oh, yeah. Absolutely. He figured out that. You know how to come down and and be understanding of our plight. Yeah. You know of the creation that he made. Not that he couldn't have understood uh, otherwise. You know, right. Because he's God. But but uh, you know, as an example to us, that life yeah. can be lived on uh, you know by by God in a, in a perfect way. And this is the person whom you should follow. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's not that God couldn't understand it, but we right. couldn't. We couldn't otherwise understand that he could understand it. Right. I mean, yeah, how many... It's that same unfairness doctrine, I suppose. You know, we would... You can just imagine that mankind would be like, well, God doesn't understand. He never... He doesn't know what it's like to live my life. Right. You know, that would be the thing that... And God, knowing his creation, just nipped that right in the bud. Yeah, he knows. He knows yeah. everything there is about it. Yeah. So, and John, I think we have about... Six minutes left, and uh, maybe we can get through this next section here. So it's, uh, uh, can you read 20 through 28? Eight verses. Alrighty. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to him with her sons, kneeling down and asking something from him. And he said to her, What do you wish? She said to him, Grant that these two sons of mine may sit, one on your right hand and the other on the left, in your kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, you do not know what you ask. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They said to him, we are able. So he said to them, you will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give, but it is for those to whom it is prepared by my father. And when the ten heard it, they were greatly displeased with the two brothers. But Jesus called them to himself and said, 
You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life in a ransom, a ransom for many. Okay, trivia question. Uh-oh. What was the mother of Zebedee's son's name? If you if you know this, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a cookie for sure. I, I'm looking at you. It's Salome. Okay, that's in uh, Mark fifteen forty. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> you remember that? That just comes no. Out I did. Re- I, I I discovered it. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote it down because I never knew that. Nice. That's a good one. So so she goes to Jesus and asks him this question about her son sitting on his right and his left hand. Do you think you think her son's put her up to this? Yeah, maybe. I mean it was always that that uh rivalry. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I don't competitiveness. I don't think she did this on her own accord because obviously they were there with her. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus says to them, to, so we're talking about uh, John and James. He says, "You do not know what you ask." Right? <laughs> you got no idea what you're talking about. He says, "Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink, and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with?" No. That is all, this is a good example of the difference between figurative and literal language. Mm-hmm. So when he talks about drinking the cup and the baptism, that's all figurative yeah. in this passage. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting that, you know, as we just read just a, a little bit before, you know, speaking of, you know, the things that were going to happen to him, the scourging and the... yes. You know, that's part of that cup. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> and so, again, yeah, they don't know what don't know what you're asking. Yeah. Yeah, when he talks about the, the he talks about drinking the cup, he's just talking about the, the things that are, are going to happen. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the judgments, all these different things that they're going to experience. Yeah, and they're going to and they're going to experience those things and have the troubles on earth just as Christ did. Yeah. And. Yeah. Yep, and then the baptism that he's talking about here, he'd be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with. Those that's the idea of being overwhelmed mm-hmm. with this thing. So so that's that's a good idea about figurative language. Now, um let's let's remember that Jesus lit even though this is figurative, but Jesus was literally baptized in John mm-hmm. three sixteen. And uh and he commanded that others be literally baptized in Matthew chapter 28. So let's, mm-hmm. let's not forget about those things. But right. in this sense, it's figurative. And I think that's a lot of people get hung up. I think there's a lot of religious error taught because they don't, they don't recognize that the language is used literally and figuratively. And you have to be able to know how to tell the difference. Right, right. Yeah, and, and and the I was just thinking about that. How do you tell the difference between 
literal and fig figurative language, and it really de really depends on the context. Yes, it, you you have to you have to take everything into account, the context of everything, and uh, you know, and and put put it all in order. Yeah, as it as it is, and you know that we we probably mentioned it a million times, but you know at the the, the one place that a lot of people get a whole lot of religious error out of is Revelation. And uh, you know it says right there in the in the very begin in the very beginning of Revelation, you know things which must shortly take place, and he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, you know that things that must shortly take place. And so when you read all of these things, you know it's signified. There's a lot of language in in Revelation that that is uh, meaningful to the people that the letter was written to, but uh, we can't draw any direct uh, yeah. meaning out of it for our. You know, now there are things in, of course, as I think you pointed out last time I mentioned this, there are things in Revelation. You know, you know, for for instance, being faithful until death in Revelation two ten. Yeah, which is absolutely. Which is ab absolutely applies to us today. Yeah. But when you, when you hear of all of the uh, trumpets sounding and everything, those, those were that was figurative language. Yeah. And it was for a purpose at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, that's that's one thing I think. It's so so then he talks. So he says, "You indeed will drink my cup and be bad." So he's just. I think he's saying, "Yeah, you you guys are going to have a tough time here coming up." Yeah. And then. Uh, to kind of skip through down to verse 24, he says, when the other ten heard it, they were greatly displeased. Mm -hmm. And that makes sense. So you got two guys that are trying to, like, put mm -hmm. themselves on a pedestal. That would upset. <laughs> We've probably all met somebody in high school or at work that is always trying to get up ahead, you know, and yeah. be, be, next to the, be next to the boss and try to be right there and... and Everyone else is kind of look at, looking at him like, come on, you know, yeah. what, what are you doing? Yeah. That's, that's kind of what comes into my mind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's going to make them upset. So now there's some strife going on. And that's why I think Jesus called them to himself. Mm -hmm. He said, okay, guys, come over. Let's, let's regroup. I need to hey, tell you about this. So, you know, they're all talking about who's going to be number one. And Jesus is like, it ain't about that. Mm -hmm. You guys got this wrong. What is the thing that they ought to be? Yeah, servants. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah in verse 26, Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. Yeah. And, and then he, then Jesus goes and he talks about himself in verse 28. He says, The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. Mm -hmm. And give his life a ransom for many. You know, Jesus came as a servant. Yeah. And isn't that a difference between, you know, the one true God and Christ and, and those gods that are made up by men? Which one of them ever came to serve their people? None. Yeah. 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 And, and I think, like, you know, when, when Jesus washes the disciples' feet, he's just making the same point again. Mm -hmm. He's like being a sorry. He's a, I, I I don't think he's literally commanding us to wash each other's feet. Right. I, I think the idea of it was to be a servant to one another. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, Christ was leading 
leading uh, the people around him to come to know about him in a very gradual, systematic way. Yeah. You know, as you can see it. Yeah, he could have he could have zapped them into into compliance. Yeah. Yeah. But he wanted he wanted his followers to do so because they had come to the realization of who he is and and uh, have that deep desire to yeah. follow him. Of and, their own free will. And the same thing is true today. You know, we have the same words that he attempted to convince them with. Yeah. He says he said there at the end, he said he gave his life as a ransom. Mm-hmm. You know, he paid he paid a debt. Mm-hmm. And he says for many. You know who he paid the debt for? He paid it for every, for every person on the earth. Right. But not all are going to accept it. Right. And I think that's why he used many instead of all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's, uh, and that's completely up to each individual. Yeah. Whether or not they're going to be obedient to the Lord. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's just that simple. Well, that'll be Is that it. it? That'll All be right. It. Well, uh, oh thanks. my gosh, we're thirty-three minutes. Oh wow. Well, if you're still with us, good job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, subscribe. We'll see you next time. Yep.